Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about a really fun and unique thriller from Michael Mann, and that is Collateral. So this movie follows a cab driver who finds himself the hostage of an engaging contract killer as he makes his rounds from hit to hit during one night in Los Angeles. So this movie is one that I had seen before uh, a while ago, and I knew the general premise of it and everything, and I remembered who was in it. But going into this most recent viewing, I didn't remember like really much at all about it besides the general idea of it. I didn't remember any real details or any scenes. I remembered um, pieces of the club scene and the fact that Jamie Foxx was in it and Tom Cruise is in it. And that's about it. Like I really didn't. Um, I didn't really know much about it. I had kind of forgotten most of it. And I think that part of that might have been because for some reason, I don't remember why, but I didn't like this when I first saw it. And or not that I didn't like it, but I wasn't as impressed as I thought I'd be. I'd heard a lot of really great things. And then when I finally got around to it, I was like, not as impressed as I had expected to be, which I mean, that's not really fair. That's kind of my expectations. It's not really the movie's fault. But regardless, that's probably a big part of the reason this didn't stick out in my mind. However, when I went back to revisit it, this is a really awesome movie, and I'm really excited to talk about it. It has a great sense of place. Um, Michael Mann loves to set his movies in L.A., and there's a lot of really impressive flyover shots in this. Uh, There's just so much where you really feel the size and scale of the city. There's one of the highways. There's like that... um, that section of LA by LAX where it's just like basically a spider web of, of highways. It looks like a nightmare. Uh, and, and just the way he shoots the city you know, you really get like that size and scope and it looks really impressive and kind of beautiful in a lot of moments, which is not, uh, you know, not every director depicts a city that way. So it's kind of cool to see that and, and like feel LA the way he sees it, obviously. And there is a lot of really great character work throughout this entire movie. That was one of the things that I think impressed me the most, especially uh, in the just the beginning of the movie. There's a lot of really great editing, and there's a lot of character work that's communicated just visually. From the very beginning, you can tell everything you need to know about Tom Cruise. Just from his way his walk, he walks, the way he carries himself, he looks like a guy who's not to be messed with, and looks like there's a lot going on under the surface that, you know, he's not presenting publicly, but he looks dangerous, he looks intimidating, and then that kind of drops later, and he becomes super charming, and he leans into, like, um, the the kind of nice businessman persona, but the fact that all that is underneath is still something that you're acutely aware of. And then Jamie Foxx, with absolutely no dialogue, you understand kind of his lot in life and how it's not particularly great. You know, you know that he's a neat freak and that he really values his cab. And you see the little island picture, which you don't necessarily know what it means yet, but you know that it's Um, it's something that's not particularly happy. You know, it's kind of a melancholy image that he has this in his cab and that's his, you know, one of his own personal touches, but obviously he's so far from achieving that. Um, all that stuff was really, really good. I appreciated how much is communicated visually before you even hear a word of dialogue. And then when it actually does come to the dialogue throughout the entire movie, but particularly when you're just starting to meet the characters, it's so snappy and it flows so well. The interactions between all the characters are so entertaining to watch and like very charming. In particular, when Jamie Foxx meets, um, 
uh, Vivica A. Fox's character. She is, or not Vivica A. Fox. Um, I don't know why I said that. Um, crap, what's her name? It's the tip of my tongue. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith's character. Um, my bad. When he meets her, the way that they play off each other and the way their dialogue, um, like it flows and how you can see how they're kind of, uh, they're they're kind of into each other a little bit, and then you uh, you follow how he starts sort of pulling things out of her and trying to get her to open up a little more. The things that he's guessed about her without her even telling him, you can tell that he's really experienced with this. He's met a lot of people. He knows uh, how to talk to them and and everything just from all his years of being a cab driver. And then you see him and how disappointed he is that he's like, Oh, I, I didn't get her number. I didn't get anything. And then she turns around and, and gives it to him. And it's like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like that, you know, that's a happy turn of events and sets him in, in this kind of good mood that eventually comes crashing down. But like before it does, everything with Tom Cruise is the same way. The way he expertly kind of uh, manipulates this guy and lulls him into like this kind of sense of security of like, hey, it's okay. I'm like a cool guy. Here's some extra money for, for all your trouble if you wouldn't mind running me to all these places. And it just seems like it's going to be a normal night. And then when that twist kind of happens and the rug is pulled out from under you and uh, Jamie Foxx's character, it's it's really jarring. Like the the music, the dialogue, everything has, has settled you into being this kind of totally different movie. And then when that switch flips and the body falls out of the window, it's like, oh, shit, we're in this movie now. I really liked how all that was set up. It was really, really well done. Um, the action in this is also very well shot. There isn't uh, a ton of it, but when it does, it does uh, happen. I think it's very frenetic and very well edited. You can tell what's happening, but you still get the kind of chaotic feeling of it. And there's a lot of moments where the gunshot sound effects. I don't know why this is kind of an odd thing to zero in on, but I really liked them. Like they just sounded so real and kind of like blunt. I don't like, I don't even understand what that means or why I felt that way, but the, the way they sound, it just, uh, it kind of conveys the impact of them. And a lot of the times the quickness of them where like Tom Cruise will just hit him with like the one, two, and then like one in the head or whatever. It's like, it's so quick. It's like loud. And it's just like, boom, like it's just there. It's kind of in your face. I'm not sure how that was captured, but however it was, they do a really great job of that. And I think that assists in the, the, the sort of um, the vibe they're going for with the action. I know that's again, a very odd thing to say, like who's like, Oh, these gunshot sound effects. Hmm chef's kiss but seriously i something about him i thought that was that went a long way just that sound design uh there are also a lot of great character moments in this movie which i said before but it goes beyond the beginning uh, as, as it continues kind of the arcs that they go on i really liked how the the relationship between um Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx's characters evolves and changes over the course of the movie. At a certain point, they're kind of unlikely friends. Uh, they're both pushing each other to sort of accept and and see new perspectives in in sort sort of different ways. Like there's a moment where Tom Cruise doesn't kill somebody right away. He just lays down like suppressive fire, and you see him share a look with Jamie Foxx, like, "Hey, you know, I'm acknowledging what you've been saying. Like, I I didn't kill this guy. I didn't have to." Uh, I thought that was really cool to see. And then Jamie Foxx's transformation over the course of the movie. At the beginning, he's kind of 
he's like confident, but sort of in his own unique way. He's confident when he's like talking to people and he's very confident in his driving skills. But in terms of his lot in life, you can tell that there's, you know, it's kind of, he's been at a standstill for a very long time. He keeps saying that it's, it's temporary, it's temporary, but you, you know, he's been driving this cab for 12 years. Uh, The pride he takes in his cab and, and his dreams of this business that he wants to operate. It's like, you can tell he has a lot of ambition, but he just doesn't have the means or really the courage to take that next step or really um, take a leap of faith to try to make those dreams a reality. And so the way there's like that disconnect between what his mom knows, thinks he does and what he actually does, what he's telling people, you know, it's, oh, it's just temporary, just temporary. And, and you know, like the truth is, is it's really not. Uh, and then how that evolves and how eventually he stops being so um, like unappreciative of like his his talents and like um, you know he he starts to gain like self-respect and eventually he feels kind of this sense of control to the point where he's ready to go and rescue the girl that he really likes he has the confidence to stand up to Tom Cruise and try to stop him and um you know, Tom Cruise has kind of helped him a little bit gain that confidence, but they still have a very antagonistic relationship despite kind of teaching each other uh, different outlooks and stuff. I thought that was really interesting. And just the way that, that the, the writing threads that needle of how their relationship is simultaneously like beneficial for both parties and also leads them to clash so often. I thought that was really cool. And it helped keep the movie very entertaining because they're constantly flipping sides and, and like the behavior, you can't often predict what's going to happen next. I thought that was really well done. Uh, and then in terms of the ending, I did think that at a certain point, I don't know how you end this. I really don't know how you write a satisfying conclusion for this. And I like the note that it leaves you on where it seems like Jamie Foxx has kind of started to turn his life around and is probably going to be making different decisions going forward. He stood up to his boss. He's rescued this girl. He stopped Tom Cruise. But you know, it, the future is unclear about how exactly he's going to get to that point, uh, you know, to the point where he wants to be or how they're going to be able to recover from such a traumatic event. Um, and then you you also get the the moment of the um, the story about the train and the dead guy on the train that comes back by the end. Um, I also like that. J- I was going to say Vivica Fox, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, her character comes back at the end because for a while you're like, okay, that was kind of just a random drive that happened in the beginning, but it's not going to like factor in later. And I liked that it did, that it turns out she was his last hit. That was a really, really cool idea and something I definitely did not see coming, which looking back, I kind of should have, but still, I liked that everything kind of came full circle. And the ending I thought was very satisfying. Uh, it leaves you with this sort of uncertainty, but it still feels like the day has been won and everything's going to be okay. You know, you're coming out of this one long night to sort of a brighter dawn. I liked that. And I thought it was very well done. So this movie was really great start to finish. I like how small the focus is and how like tightly edited it is. It goes by really fast and, um, it's just like a unique premise. You know, you, you get uh, the, the taxi driver who's kidnapped and then the, he ends up kind of helping the, the hitman and and then the hitman is going after this girl that he likes. And like there's all these elements where uh, it kind of they, the way they throw them together, it comes out to be something very unique and not like a lot of other movies. Uh, that you've seen. So I, I appreciated that and I really enjoyed this. I would highly recommend it. 
uh, it was on Amazon. I watched it before it left Amazon, so I'm not sure where it is now. But if you can track it down, this is well worth your time. I enjoyed this a lot. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I'm grateful for um, just some some chill time. Um, school is, is like finally over and stuff, and that's pretty exciting. And I just been having some more time to just kind of just kind of chill and hang out and, and do nothing, which feels like kind of shitty sometimes. Like sometimes I feel like, okay, what am I doing? Uh, but a lot of the times it is kind of fun and to just have no work and nothing in the back of your mind, like, oh, I got to finish this project or, oh, I got to submit this or whatever it is. Like, I really love that. I can just be like, no, I genuinely don't have anything to do and that's okay. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Finally reached that point. So yeah, happy. That's cool. All right, you know the drill. Rate, view, subscribe, rate your podcast. Five stars is super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and, and tell a friend about the show if you think they would enjoy it. That's a great way to spread the word about the, the podcast. And thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you are going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for, for me. And yeah, until next time, a guy gets on the MTA here in LA and dies. Think anybody will notice? Peace.